everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. This week in the world of paranormal, I got a lot of brand new news, some interesting stuff, and some stuff for the television fans. As we all know, the show Supernatural just recently ended. It was a sad moment for the diehard fans of the show Supernatural, I myself being one of them. It was a 16-year run, I believe, or 15 years. They had 15 seasons or 16 seasons, something to that extent, and the show ended. But the love for the show and the cast member Jensen Ackles, who actually played Dean Winchester, was still there because he released this news this week that he has announced a supernatural prequel called The Winchesters. And himself, and I believe it's pronounced Danelle Ackles, which is probably his wife, will be producing and directing it. And from what I'm hearing, he's going to be taking part in the show by narrating what happens. Something like a um, show like Chris Chris Rock was in when he was younger and he narrates it with people. You know, he had a little kid playing himself and he was narrating. So it's going to be something along that. And it's a great thing for the Supernatural fans because we've been without Supernatural for a few months and now a prequel is coming out. And I think that's just an awesome idea. A paranormal board game is trying to make its way to the shelves of your local stores like Target or Walmart. Um, Brian Cano, which is one of the crew members or hosts of the show Paranormal Caught on Camera, is helping someone that is making a paranormal show, uh, I'm sorry, a paranormal board game, contributing to that person to get this game out there. It is a paranormal investigation board game. It sounds very interesting, and he's putting some money and helping out the people that are making it and trying to get it out there. I saw a picture of it, so if you follow, uh, if you follow Brian Cano on Twitter, you can actually see the picture of the board game and what it looks like. And there's more details if you click on the link. That's on Twitter, on Brian Cano's Twitter. And recently, which actually came out today, a all the unclassified UFO reports, all the unclassified UFO reports have been unable to be explained, which counts 140 aerial phenomenons. So all the stuff that's going on with the Pentagon and these uh, unidentified flying objects, there have been 140 aerial phenomenon that have not been able to be explained by the Pentagon, military, NASA, so on and so forth, which actually means that all the stuff we've been seeing, even though we have been told that it is not alien, it is still not Classify is still not information that is concrete. They don't know what it is, and it has no explanation. 140 aerial phenomenon that cannot be explained, which is something that if you are a UFO or alien lover, is news that you want to hear because it's leaning into the direction that they have no answer for it, and it's leaning more towards being aliens. And if you listen to my previous podcast, I did touch base on a little bit of that. Now, this episode, episode 27, I'm calling it Haunted Objects. Now, with the recent release of The Devil Made Me Do It from HBO Max with Ed and Elizabeth Warren, it led me to have an idea for this episode of Haunted Objects. Now, as we all know, Ed and Lorraine Warren have a museum that I think is obviously taken over by someone else now that has these antiquities and items that are supposedly haunted. And you can actually go to this particular museum and see what they had collected. Now, it is said in Paranormal World that objects that someone has been holding on to as they are in this life 
if the object had importance to them of some sort, that they would somehow, some way, inhabit the object when they pass on. Also, certain objects can be inhabited by demonic or evil spirits. And we all know the movie and the story about the Annabelle doll, which happens to be one of the most, if not the highest rated and most uh, pronounced haunted object in the world. So if I, let's, you know, as an example, had something that was really important to me, something I loved as a kid, going up, uh, growing up and holding on to it in my later days, let's just use, for instance, the toy proton pack from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. That is something that I loved as a kid, and I ended up finding it at a garage sale many years later, and I bought it in the box, somehow, some way, found it in the box with the, with the gun attached to it, the whole nine, with the Ghostbuster patch that goes on the arm. That is something that I loved as a child, and and I found it again, and I kept it, and you know, it's something that I really enjoyed and love. They say that if you have a particular object and you pass on, that somehow, some way, in the paranormal terms, when you pass on to the next life or whatever it may be, the object you hold near and dear will become inhabited by and or your spirit or energy. And whoever else gets that energy, uh, whoever gets that object, some things will start happening, you know, paranormal or just things will happen with that particular object. And this is something that we actually hear a lot about in the world of the paranormal. We hear about wedding dresses, particularly sometimes being haunted or inhabited by the person who wore it before uh, the person that has it now. Um, Some things would happen with the wedding dress, maybe some good luck, maybe some bad luck. We've heard about cars that can be haunted from probably the owners of the, the past that had the particular vehicle. We hear about jewelry, like necklaces, rings, and watches. People that get this watch or get this bracelet, put it on, and just weird things start happening. Or, again, just some kind of luck. So we hear about these objects that potentially have spirits or something is connected to it. And the most famous one, again, is the Annabelle doll. Now, here's a little brief uh, put together about the Annabelle doll. In 1970, a nurse was given this particular doll. The nurse reported the doll acted in very strange manners. Now, what they mean by this is it would move positions and change the way it was laid out on a particular shelf or couch or chair. And when this nurse came in, it would be in different formation where she had it originally on another formation. Eventually, it spooked her out enough that her and her roommate called a medium to the place to look at the doll, and the medium told her and the roommate that it was possessed by a deceased girl named Annabelle. Um, They listened to the medium and acknowledged it, but things started to become a little bit more abrupt with this particular doll, this Annabelle doll, and eventually Ed and Lorraine Warren were called and they offer to take the doll to their museum where it is was encased in a glass box and that's where to my knowledge it remains this doll uh, according to the texas university state of texas university professor joseph laycock yes that's his name laycock it's spelled l a y c o c k he dismisses everything in that museum, including the Annabelle doll, calling the stuff in there potential junk and a big time placebo effect that if you believe an object is haunted, it will overtake you and things will in fact happen. Now, if you listen to a previous podcast of mine called Curses, I go into how some curses happen just because of a big placebo effect that if you put something in your mind that this particular object or 
someone cursed you and really, really believe it, acknowledge it, you will actually convince yourself of being cursed and bad luck like happening. That's why people tell other people to be positive, be positive, don't be negative, don't be negative. The more negative thoughts you have, the more likely negative things will happen towards you. So I can agree with him to an extent that this particular doll and other items in the museum could possibly be a bunch of mumbo jumbo if Ed and Lorraine Warren had a following like that and said, let's just put a whole bunch of stuff in this basement and claim it's haunted, their following would be like, oh, this is all haunted. And when you go in there and break the glass of the Annabelle case and take the doll out, things will happen because you went in there believing it. Now, the movie, which I don't remember too much, I've only seen it one time, believe it or not, had a whole bunch of events that happened. Now, let's just remember here when we have a movie that comes out on quote-unquote true events, directors do tend to add more things to the movie to buff the movie up. So I can't say or not say what was real in the Annabelle movie, but what I can say is the event with this nurse in 1970s and everything that happened with the Annabelle doll is documented in its fact. Now, can objects be haunted? Well, we've gone through a little bit of list of things that have happened with certain items, and it's been no, it's been known to the paranormal investigation universe for objects to in fact be haunted matter of fact i don't recall the name of the show but there was a show out that solely focused on objects that were haunted and investigators came to investigate a haunting and looked for particular objects within the household to see why things were going on and nine out of ten times when they went to investigate a particular house they always said to the investigators that we started having these paranormal occurrences after we got such and such item. We bought this at a garage sale, we brought it into our house, and this started happening. There's a lot of stories of people going to garage sales or getting things or hand-me-downs and actually good stuff actually happening. And in fact, things that are not so great like lights starting to go off, poltergeist activity, um, types of um, intelligent hauntings, and it's not just privy or prone to the particular item. Things will happen around the entire household. So let's just use a watch for an example. Someone got a watch from a garage sale or hand-me-down. Things start happening in the house. Even though the object brought the spirit into the house, it's not just focused on the watch. Things will happen inside the entire house. And or the watch is the release, almost let's just say as a ghost trap. The ghost trap opens up, ghost comes out, starts running amok in the house. The object was brought in, basically initiated by the person that got the object, and things are starting to happen in the house. Now, on the show Supernatural, there is 50-50% chance of truth or 50-50 truth to what I'm about to tell you. They claim that if you get an object that is haunted, and by, by they I mean paranormal investigators and folklore, that if there is something attached to a particular object, if you kind of rinse it with holy water and douse it with gasoline and throw some salt on it and burn it, the object is no more and releases the spirit. There is some facts to the whole salt and burning um, things, uh, but in essence, when something is particularly haunted, especially by a demonic spirit, you will in fact have to call some form of a religious person that's high up there in the ranks to perform some kind of saging or blessing of a household. Objects that are haunted, it's the object, if it's in your household, it will remain in your house until that object is done away with or potentially cast away. 
Now, that's not necessarily true for all cases because sometimes objects have come into households and households have become haunted even when the item has been gone. And that's particularly because, you know, we hear this all the time with particular houses that if you buy a house and start construction in the house and there was a ghost in there, they do not like that. The activity will not actually happen when you move in at first, but once you start messing with the house, the activity will arise because you are messing with the previous owner who is now deceased's house and they will not like that. So in certain cases, you bring the item into a house and you set it up, you're using it too much and the spirit that was attached to the particular item will become somewhat annoyed that you now have this item that it was he or she's or it and now it just makes itself known by doing a whole bunch of derogatory, negative and haunting things to the household and or yourself or the family. Um, Haunted objects is something that has been talked about in the world of the paranormal. Um, I would actually say I could throw that in there with a category of um, definitions of hauntings. Now, when we do the series, um, well, season finale of season one of the Say What Again Billy podcast, I'll touch base on every single episode I've done and do a little small recap. It'll be a longer episode. But on an episode I did was a, for paranormal investigators, or if you watch these shows, investigators go in there and define each case with a particular like this is an intelligent haunting this is a residual haunting now haunted items i would i would try to make a category if it was up to me a category that this is a haunting that was based on an item um an item paranormal haunting or whatever the word would be if i wanted to throw that in there to an equation but if i continued which i haven't done i just do the podcast now if i was still doing full-out investigations of the paranormal i would put that into the topics and listings of types of hauntings because items that have a significance to whoever owned it in the past will indeed in fact uh indeed in fact look at that uh will in fact actually start or spark a haunting the annabelle doll is one of the most iconic there have been other things there has been diamonds that have been particularly haunted um i was reading a story vaguely today um during a break of a wedding dress that was haunted the the wedding dress was supposed to be worn but the father didn't approve of the person um the the woman's fiance the father didn't approve of him and you know she ended up dying and the wedding dress became cursed and whoever had that wedding dress would be bad luck because it was meant for her and she never got to marry um there's chairs particular chairs that someone would always sit on it was like you know there's certain of someone's recliner someone's chair that work um i myself lost a friend uh about maybe eight or nine years ago now um roughly around that and when he was at work i still keep in touch with his brother if uh, i'll give i'll give them a plug because they know me very well gino is on 187th near arta avenue uh my friend michael Raguzo passed away and G- and jerome owns and runs gino's pastry shop and when my friend mike passed away the place he worked at the place that he worked at gave them the chair and now the chair sits in gino's pastry shop and jerome put the chair in the place and it stays there it's an orange beat up chair and that was my friend mike's chair that he always sat in at the place he worked in a place in Manhattan, a restaurant. That was his chair. And now Geno's has the chair. And Geno's to this day is, is doing very, very well. He's the cannoli king. Um, uh, Chaz Palminteri loves the cannolis, always talks about them. If you if you know who that is, that is uh, the guy who played Sonny in The Bronx Tale. And recently, um, 
Gino's Pastry Shop, Jerome's Cannolis made it to a Yankee broadcast and David Cohn was eating a cannoli from Gino's Pastry Shop on one of the broad on the broadcast of the Yankee game the other day. Um, so if you guys are into cannolis, uh, Gino's in Arthur Avenue 187th, that's the place to go. See Jerome, he's the cannoli king. But I digress with all that. He has his brother's chair. That was a chair that he used to sit on at his old job before he passed away. The place gave his brother the chair to keep in the pastry shop now, and it has been there. And I would say that the luck has been good with that chair being there and it brings a good aura because every time I go in there I look at the chair and say that was the chair that my friend Mike who I called hot dog everybody called him hot dog he used to sit on that chair and that's you know that was his thing that chair he had a dog and that was his chair so when you see objects you think of the person that it was associated with the object and um, I just wanted to throw that story in there because it kind of correlates with what we're talking about right now the Annabelle doll, um, I believe the museum, I, I really wish I knew the exact location of the museum, but came into this slightly unprepared um, in a sense. Um, I just know that Ed and Lorraine Warren's museum, if you Googled it, it will tell you where it is. And I do people uh, do believe people are allowed, in fact, to go down and take a look. They recently did, a couple years ago, a live feed of the museum where people were able to tap into a live stream online and watch the museum. To my knowledge, nothing crazy happened. I believe a younger couple that's involved with the paranormal um, now run the museum. But there is, in fact, a whole bunch of things that are in there that are supposed to be haunted or were uh, correlated with something that Ed and Lorraine Warren went to investigate. And I guess you want to say they brought mementos back. But the Annabelle doll remains in a glass case for everyone's safety. And like I said, this particular professor from way back in the day as Texas State University, Professor jo Joseph Laycock, dismisses and says everything in that museum is a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, a 100% gigantic placebo effect. But in the world of paranormal, if you guys do your research, objects can, in fact, cause hauntings. Um, objects can trigger things to happen. So it is a very big um, certainty that objects can be possessed, can be cursed, if you want to believe in curses, and can cause positivity sometimes and can cause negativity and hauntings. So that is something to look at when you're done listening to the podcast. Check out Ed and Lorraine Warren's museum. Check out the history of the Annabelle doll. It's all there on the internet for you to find. And I do in fact believe that objects can cause things to happen. And one of the most haunted objects in the world of the paranormal is in fact the Annabelle doll. Now, this is just a really quick episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast called Haunted Objects, episode 27. It's been pretty fun so far to do this. We have a few more episodes left until season one ends. I'm taking a vacation, a nice two weeks rest without worrying about anything. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, SWAB underscore podcast on both platforms, Instagram and Twitter. I would like to thank the Anchor app always for giving me my 27th episode and many more to come until the season one finale. And until next time, this has been Billy for another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.